0: This is Review and Preview, on the way the sound of LIU. Good evening, and welcome to Review and Preview, folks. I am your host, Tom Scavetta. joined alongside Kyle Russo and Fonz DeFalco, guys. I am back. It's good to be back after uh, James hosted the show over the last couple of weeks, and um, this will be my last show until December, and until then we'll have James most likely shuffling around, Kyle will be on and off, Fonz, you'll be here for the most part.
1: Pretty much, yep.
0: And a quick reminder, folks, before we, we'll talk more about that at the end of the show, but for tonight we have a blockbuster show in store for you. If you want to call in with any questions, thoughts, comments, feel free to Chime in on our Facebook live feed on my Facebook account, or you can call in at 516 299 2030. Subscribe to our podcast on anchor.fm/slash review and preview. You can tune into us live right now on the wave. That is the sound of LIU, liuwave.org. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at review and preview. So, we're going to quickly recap the last two games of the ALCS, then we'll talk some World Series, make picks. Talk about the Giants, the Jets, the rest of the NFL, our quick picks, some NBA news, and if we have time, we'll touch upon some college football. So, let's waste little to no time, Kyle, to the Yankees fan wearing the Mets jersey. (laughs) Uh, The New York Yankees were eliminated from the 2019 postseason on Saturday night due to a Jose Altuve two-run dinger in extras. Um thoughts
2: I knew that the minute that they decided to go out and say all right let's put our relievers in for a do or die game that it was all going to go downhill and that's exactly what happened Chad Green doesn't even go to two innings let's up three run uh, three runs and only one inning pitched and then it was over yes DJ LeMay he looked like he saved the game by tying it in the ninth four four but then, of course, the best closer in baseball lets up a two-home run, two-run home run to Jose Altuve to walk off into the World Series. It's terrible. It's disgusting.
0: It was expected, though. The Yankees weren't winning the series. Uh,
2: they came back. They, came, it, it,
0: they anybody's came back game in game, game Seven.
2: It would have been anybody's game in a Game Seven.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know against Garrett Cole.
2: Look at Garrett Cole now, right? Yeah, but anything is possible. 20, uh,
0: 19 and 0 in and 25 straight starts. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. It, it happened for Cole, but uh, the Nationals had other thoughts. And the World Series, we'll get to that in just a few moments. But game five between the Yankees and the Astros. Yankees backs against the wall, facing elimination, down 3 1 in the series. Paxton takes the hill. Six innings pitched. One run ball with nine strikeouts. Takes the win. Chapman shuts the door. Highlighted by an Aaron Hicks three run homer off of Justin Verlander. Now. Kyle, you alluded to Cole, who actually lost in the World Series, but Verlander, uh, he's actually struggled his last two starts. And Do you think the sour taste in his mouth from the ALCS has carried over into the World Series?
2: Yeah, I think so, and I think it's also an age factor with him. He's hasn't been in the World Series since 2017, obviously, and that was when he was virtually unstoppable. It was just him at that point in time. Yes, they had other good pitches like Dallas Keuchel at the time, but if you guys remember when verlander got traded to the astros he was basically unstoppable throughout the world series as well in which they won against the uh dodgers but um i think it's just an age factor to be honest with you if i'm being uh if i'm being honest i think it's age i really do think it's age i think it's a combination of the fact that he was used a lot during the regular season and that that's finally hitting him he threw about 300 strikeouts this season and he played in about 30 something games as well so I think that's also a factor, and and even Garrett Cole too, because Garrett Cole has not looked good, even in the game that he did pitch against the Yankees. I don't think he, I think he won that game, but he still threw five ball. Uh, he still walked five of the Yankees batters during the game that um he pitched in, so he hasn't looked exactly himself either. But uh, yeah, that, that that's really what it comes down to for me. And on top of the fact that the Yankees just got outpitched single handedly, I don't think they got outhit. I think it was just pitching which is proven killer.
0: It was unfortunate. Uh, It was great to see, though, if you're rooting for the Astros getting back to the World Series in Game 6, which is Mm -hmm. what they did. They won 6-4. As Kyle alluded to, it was a bullpen game. Brad Peacock against Chad Green trying to save up starters. Peacock lasted an inning and two-thirds. Altuve ended up getting a two-run walk-off home run in the ninth inning. And Chapman took the loss. He was on the mound. He was the one that gave up the two-run shot after the Yankees were down two runs, and then D.J. LeMay, who grinds out an awesome at bat and just ties the game with one swing, who's quite frankly, he was the most consistent hitter in baseball all year, and he proved it again with his nonchalant face, no expression. Of course, he was happy, but what do you got to say about D.J.? Without him, this game doesn't get into extras.
2: Without him, the Yankees don't even win 100. and I believe they won 103 games. Without him, they don't do it. They don't do it without him, especially with the 29, 30-plus injuries. I don't even remember how many it was at that point in time. He was the only guy that stayed healthy. Him and Torres, they were the only guys that stayed healthy throughout the entire season. And he really he played like an MVP. And I don't know if he's going to win the MVP, but in my personal opinion, I think he deserves to win it. But um, he came up clutch, and again, the pitching faltered, and that's what winded up costing the Yankees Game 6, and potentially a visitation to the World Series.
0: Now I'll ask you this. Yep. If you're Aaron Boone and the Yankees, you know Altuve is lethal. Now I understand... A walk would put a runner in scoring position in a tied game, which you don't want to do. But do you flirt with the possibility of intentionally walking Jose Altuve?
2: No, you don't. It was absolutely 110% the right call for Chapman to pitch to Altuve and not walk him. I believe when Altuve got the home run, they had two outs in the count. And I believe he was at, I think he was at a one and two count as well. So Chapman almost struck him out, but then he threw, I think it was a breaking ball. I don't think it was a fastball. Yeah. I think it was an like 84-mile-per-hour breaking ball, and he just hit it. He hit it.
0: He sure did. Yeah. Great to see, too, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a really good That was a good uh, hit by Altuve, one of the better players in baseball. It's nice to see that, you know. Yeah. Even a casual baseball fan, just seeing that like, walk off.
0: Small and the guy. Ninth. Yeah. Had an underdog status for a while. Yeah.
1: It was a good feel-good story.
0: It is, but... Uh, Sorry, Kyle. I don't feel good. <laughs> but let's talk about the Yankees and their season recap. They lost in six games in the ALCS, and the injuries continue heading into the offseason. Now, Aaron Hicks uh, just diagnosed with uh, an injury to his throwing elbow that will require Tommy John surgery and will miss the next eight to ten months. Kyle, I understand the Yankees have a lot of depth and a lot of youth, but... How big of an injury could this be to the Yankees? To be honest, like I was talking about
2: before, Yankees had 30-plus injuries this season, and they still managed to reach 103 wins. And Aaron Hicks, again, he didn't play for the majority of the season anyway. I love Aaron Hicks. That's why Brian Cashman gave him a big contract, because he is the great player that he is. But I don't think he'll be as missed as he would be if he was kind of that main role player in that lineup. His bat will be missed because he did come up clutch for the Yankees in that Game 5 when he hit the uh, – in the first inning, uh, he hit a three-run shot off Erlander mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium. So he's proven what he's able to do under pressure. He worked himself back into the lineup, and you really got to appreciate the, the grit and the grind of Aaron Hex's game. But 29-plus injuries, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. If they were able to overcome something like that, I don't think one should be that much of a impact.
0: What moves do the Yankees make in the offseason?
2: You either get Garrett Cole or you get Steven Strasburg. If you come away with none of those guys, then you'll be right back where you were. The ALCS, and you will lose
0: again. I agree. Garrett Cole, Steven Strasberg, or, you know, you could possibly acquire Syndergaard in a trade. Um, I know you don't want him, but... It's not that I don't want them. it's that the Mets Zach and the Miller. Yankees will never, ever do they never, They'll never, I mean, do I you trade. saw
2: what they did over Duda and Jay Bruce. They'll never trade no Syndergaard to the Yankees. Oh, yeah.
0: But let's face it. The Yankees are trapped. Oh, what do you mean? They're really good, but they haven't won a World Series in a decade. Yeah. This is the first decade ever since the Yankees were a thing.
1: Oh, what a struggle.
0: They've had to deal with that. Do they haven't won that's a World Series. <laughs> Fun fact. Since the Mets are in existence, the World Series count is only 9-2. to two. It's not as big of a gap as one might think. We'll see what happens to the Yankees in the offseason.
2: Oh. I was like, wh- what are you talking about, 9-2? Falling and asleep tonight. What, do you have no. a rough day
0: out in Hempstead? Yeah, it's been a rough Ugh, week. My God. teams
2: have been losing.
0: They've been depressing. As uh, Fonz has been... Clamping down on the WordPress all week.
1: Yeah, know? just uh, getting some writing out there. I mean, Get come on, Kyle. Kyle a really struggle being a Yankee Losing fan, a few right?
0: Marbles here. It is, it is. So let's talk about the managers that have been hired. Phillies hire ex-Yankee skipper Joe Girardi. Really, the best candidate out there for any team. A yeah. Team, uh, a guy that the Mets. The number. We're looking at a bunch of other teams as well.
1: Yeah, the number one probably coach option out prospect. there, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: The Angels go out and get former Cubs manager Joe Madden. He was probably the second best prized name out there based off familiarity. Padres get Jace Tingler. I believe he was a bench coach somewhere. I'm trying to remember. I know Texas? the Cubs. I think it was yes. Texas. The Cubs get former outfielder, Catcher. David Ross. Catcher. Catcher. Now Dave Ross used to play for the Cubs. Yeah, he played for a bunch of teams. He's on that World Series team. Yeah, he's number so, more
1: probably for the Cubs for that. Like uh, that, that win, obviously.
0: Yeah, so you know, it's just one of those things where you you look at it and you are like, "Wow, you know, this is a good fam- familiarity move as well." Yeah. He knows the organization, which you are seeing a similar feel in New York right now with the Mets and Carlos Beltran. I know nothing's set in stone yet, but he had his second interview today. That's always a good sign, and usually, I
1: mean. Former player as a coach, I mean, especially with an organization you've been a part of, I feel like why not go for it? I mean, Beltron obviously one of the Mets players we grew up watching. You know, wouldn't be a bad idea to throw him in there and see how he can manage a team. What else they can do.
0: And the thing about Beltron is that he the Mets are the only team he wants to manage. Mm. My only issue is Carlos does not have any managerial experience in the major leagues. i prefer Beltron to be like a bench coach type of guy to start then out, but move up the move ranks. Up, but okay. I, you know, Todd Bogar's still out there, Eduardo Perez. Apparently there was a surprise candidate. Yeah, people are talking about Curt Schilling or Bruce Bochy or a, <sighs> Bruce Bochy, yeah, I, I, Buck, I can't uh, see it. Buck Showalter, Bo- Buck Showalter. Dusty yeah. Baker. I, I can't see any of those guys managing the Mets. Yeah. But, you know, they might surprise us. Yeah, you never know. It is the Mets. I don't know. Brody Van Wagner. he's willing to make moves. I don't know if he wants to settle for a guy who just has a familiarity. I know I, I keep saying that word a lot tonight, folks, but. It's true. He played for the Mets for six, seven years, Beltron. I don't think you want to hire somebody based off that accolade only.
2: I mean, you tested that theory already with Mickey Calloway. I know it wasn't his guy to pick, but if you notice that already was, that it really didn't pan out, I don't know why that would be the move again.
0: Right, well, don't go down the same road twice. Don't repeat yeah. the same mistakes that you made two years ago when you hired Mickey Calloway to replace Terry Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? But there's the Mets. But the Mets are one of four teams still looking for a manager in addition to San Francisco, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh. And realistically speaking, out of all the teams that did fire their manager, the Mets were the best one this season. The Mets finished 86-76 and on the season. That was the best record in the National League to not make the playoffs.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Just a little fun fact there. But let's get to the World Series and what's been going on. Game 1. The Washington Nationals' first ever World Series appearance—you um, know, since they were the Montreal Expos—I don't think anybody saw this coming. A lot of people—we didn't <laughs> exactly—and <laughs> we, we, yeah, a lot of people had the Nats losing in the wild card game to Milwaukee. But it shows you the effect of having of what having good starting pitching means and where it will get you. You don't have to do an good approach. starting I pitching. <laughs> I know. that it gets It's part you of so. the reason why the Nationals are. Because they have gets the best top trio in the National League. I know it gets you somewhere. Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. That's the best trio. Guess what? The two best rotations in baseball are in the World Series. Houston and Washington. Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Game One, Nationals win five to four. Max Scherzer was on the mound. Only went five innings but He did get the win. Uh, Juan Soto or uh, Juan Solo, as you like to call him, uh, Star Wars joke, uh, bad joke, but still good.
2: Star Wars is coming out. I put it in there. They they were making jokes about it. I'll
1: right, give that a five it. out of ten. That was the uh, good timing, I guess. But you know,
0: I'll give it to you. Much appreciation, Fonz. Kyle, average Russo. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> I didn't say that. Tom said that. I mean, your NFL picks this year have you know.
2: I'm leading. Yeah,
1: one bad week, at the start.
0: this past week. Anyway, Soto had three RBIs and a home run in this game. Ryan Zimmerman, longtime national. Great to see him finally in the World Series as a baseball fan. You know, a guy who basically... First ever Nationals pick. Yes, dealt with years of losing. Mm -hmm. This Nationals team has a similar feel to the 2015 Mets a team that nobody thought would get to the World Series. They get hot at the right time. They have the starting pitching. And you have a longtime vet, Ryan Zimmerman, Uh, kind of comparing this to David Wright here and the Mets and having a home run in that first game. For Houston, Garrett Cole gave up five runs and eight hits in seven innings, six strikeouts. He did not look like himself. And then George Springer had two RBIs. The momentum into game two was just
2: monumental.
0: Strasburg goes out there, looked great. He gets the win, considering he's facing a dominant Houston lineup. Yeah. And then the Nationals scored six runs in the top of the seventh. They broke the game open. They broke it open. Adam Eaton, Mike Taylor, and Kurt Suzuki all hit home runs. Kurt Suzuki, a guy who's been around the block for a while, former A's catcher. Uh, He's a great leader on this team. Three home runs and to get four runs off of Verlander, that's great.
1: You don't hear, you don't see that at all.
0: Mm-mm. I'm looking at the numbers right here, guys, and Verlander, three walks, two in six innings. Mm. That, that that's not Justin Verlander. Yeah. Kyle was talking about just moments ago. Maybe it's an age factor. Maybe it's the Nationals are just hot at the right time. I mean, you saw Cole struggle as well, and yeah. he's not not nearly as old as Verlander. In fact, I think Verlander looks slightly better than Cole, but it is what it is. Now, for Houston, Maldonado, Bregman each hit a home run, but the defense has been the issue in the first two games. Houston, best starting pitching in the American League, obviously, arguably, pardon me, the best in baseball. They gave up 17 runs combined in their first two World Series games.
1: We are two. Cy Young leaders. old Garrett Cole probably more likely would win it, but, you know, yep. two of the top candidates for
2: it. You don't see that at all.
0: Now, if you're Houston, where do you go from here?
2: You hope that you win tonight. Otherwise, the odds aren't in your favor. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of tonight, middle of the first inning, there is no score. Anibal Sanchez on the mound for the Washington Nationals, teeing off against Zach Greinke, who Houston – Acquired in the trade deadline, best move of the deadline on paper. And tonight is Juan Soto's 21st birthday. Congratulations.
1: Happy birthday to you.
0: Fun fact about Juan Soto. He became the youngest player with three hits in a World Series game since Andrew Jones of the Atlanta Braves in 1996. Wow. Long time ago.
1: Yeah. Jeez, wow, 96. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Year old, folks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm old. I (laughs) want you to do that
2: to me. The same age.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Kyle here, on the other hand.
2: I wasn't even a thought.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, and then tomorrow, I don't know if Houston's announced the starter yet, but Patrick Corbin will be on the mound for the Nationals. Let me, uh, while we have a moment, we'll look this up here. I don't know who Houston's going to throw out because you used. Used Cole. Cole and Verlander, I guess, on three days rest, you'll use Garrett Cole. Yeah. well, let's see.
1: Might be a risk. I don't know. Well, Maybe.
0: That don't could know. potentially
2: be a game. That's true, too. To if they depends you know,
0: on I, it all really depends. They're probably going to wait, gonna wait on If it's an elimination game, you got to throw out Cole. Yeah, no, like, they're probably, probably waiting for the results win, They're waiting of for this. the results tonight, yeah. Well, I mean, wait and see type of approach, you know? I mean, it, it did work against the Yankees. Not yeah. that it was an excellent performance by Peacock, but Houston was able to limit the damage, survive, in advance. Oh, Kyle Russo. So any updated World Series picks? I know at the beginning of the year, I picked Houston to win, Mm -hmm. except I wasn't expecting Washington. Remember, I picked a Houston-LA World Series. That didn't happen. Mm. But the Astros are still there. Odds are, with the way it is right now, the highest percentage is Washington winning in five, and then after Washington winning in five is Houston winning in seven. Now Washington needs to be careful. They have three home games in a row. Yeah. If they don't win, at least two of these games, I don't think they're winning the World Series.
1: Yeah, they gotta they gotta win at home. That's the most important thing. Yeah,
2: they gotta win at home. Just when you get to the fact that you got the home crowd. We yeah. will see. I mean, this game is huge. This game is huge because I don't think there's there's never been a team that come back from three and zero, right? I could be wrong no, with that. I know three and one, and- the Cubs
0: came back against the Indians, but. I'm just gonna say something. Houston needs to go three games in a row without a designated hitter. Keep that in mind as well. Zach Ranke is bad. Oh, that's right. Didn't even th- I didn't even think of at that. Nationals Park. No. Yeah. Nationals. They lived with the DH. Now it's Houston's turn. And when you're down two nothing, switching to National League rules gets to you a little bit. What do you guys got? Any final uh,
2: picks? Out of respect for Houston. I would just say Washington and five. Because I don't think that they're gonna get swept, but I just I think it's gonna be difficult to come back.
0: Out of respect, Washington and five? Give them a game.
2: I think with the way
1: they're playing right now, your two best pitchers didn't play too well. I'm gonna go with the sweep here,
0: Nationals. Houston and seven, baby. Houston and seven. Hmm. Going out on a limb. You really are. (laughs) Look. Houston was my pick all year long. I got to stick gotta with stick it. You got to stick with them, yeah. Got to stick with it. Overcoming adversity is huge. If Houston finds a way to win this World Series, they will oh, have earned it.
2: It's the greatest It's the greatest World Series of all time, if that's the case. Because nobody's ever come back from 3-0. Well, it's 2-0.
0: Well,
2: if they, yeah. Well, potentially, if they do go down 3-0. Well,
0: you know, as of right now, there is no score in this game. We'll keep an eye on that that note, we're going to step aside for a quick break. When we come back, we will talk some New York Giants football. You're listening to Review and Preview here on liuwave.org. Welcome back, folks, to Review and Preview. Sorry, a little technical glitch. Uh, I'm Tom Scivetta, joined alongside Kyle Russo and Fonz DeFalco here in the studio. We're going to transition to the Giants now. Reminder, you can call in with your questions, thoughts, comments at 516-299-2030. Take part in our live show. Or you can listen to us on the wave. That is the sound of LIU. Watch us on Facebook Live. Comment on our feed. And we have a Go Yankees comment from Rita Austin, Tim Austin's mother. Hope you're doing well and uh funs it feels good you know you don't have to wear your football helmet tonight yeah you
1: know, no uh, it's a lot better feeling today yeah yeah no that, that football helmet still fits uh but that's back up in the attic now nice and stored away
0: How's the uh, textbook uh folder? textbook's fine yeah
1: i'm good it's a lot. I would rather have the textbook than the helmet to be honest yeah. <laughs> yeah so hopefully i don't make any more bad picks for the rest of the time so i don't have to bring out that helmet ever again
0: very interesting uh you did not lose this week though Kyle yeah. you lost this week tough right and peter alonzo a guy that you love <laughs> future of new york baseball rookie of the year for the national league any thoughts on pete
2: i hope he has a marvelous career and he helps the mets win you're such a liar i hope the mets <laughs> win I, i'm sick of watching, them, blew blew sick of watching them blow talent i'm sick i still feel like talent.
1: the loser though no, with, the with the textbook thing to make up for the punishment i still feel like the big loser here with my punishment making up from weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Nah, trust me, I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) Speaking of losing, the New York Giants have now lost three football games in a row. They lost two, they won two, now they lost three. Cardinals, yeah, Danny Dime shirt with the crown. You got that this week, didn't you? I did. Well, I actually bought it like three weeks ago, but it just came in yesterday. Well worth it. Yeah. You like investing and losing? That's what we are as fans, right? Losers. Unicorn is out. Okay, so the Cardinals win this game 27-21. Kyler Murray did not look great. It was more the rushing attack and the Giants' inability to score. Uh, Kyler Murray only threw for 104 yards. The problem was... The Giants could not stop Chase Edmonds. Yeah. David Johnson had, like, what, one carry in this yeah, game? Yeah, he
1: had a carry for two yards. I, I think he got hurt. I think he yeah, I think he got hurt because it was kind of weird. because I was like, Johnson's one of the top backs in the league, and you didn't see him out there. I, I'm pretty sure he got hurt, like, the first drive or something. He didn't return.
0: Kyle, you got very wordy and animated on the, on the script. I, I thought you were writing a cartoon when you wrote about it. Um, what? Chase Edmonds, 27 carries, 126 yards, and three touchdowns. Did you see what you wrote after that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chase Edmonds, running back out of Fordham. Yeah. Undrafted, right?
1: Yeah. N- no, he was a was fifth, he, he was like a fourth, fifth round pick, late like, round fly really? three years ago.
0: And you know, I've got to <sighs> say, I live 15 minutes away from Fordham. Well, my parents' house in mm-hmm. Queens, where I grew up, but Fordham is not necessarily known for making nfl players i
1: think this is the only fordham player off the top of my head that i know chase edmonds yeah that's well, i'm thinking of
0: you don't count vince lombardi
1: or... well i'm talking about like now like, the, yeah. like her. i'm talking i'm talking currently you know or if there's any other fordham players right now in the nfl
0: uh not right now not really many guys that yeah. you probably know cliff Steele, bill stein bill ryan Andrew Nacrelli, Jim Manning, Pat Murray, Tommy Myers—old guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a, uh, not exactly guys you would know now. Uh, before oh. Chase Edmonds, the last Fordham player selected in the in the NFL draft was actually also by the Arizona Cardinals. Back in two thousand ten, remember a name? John Skelton?
1: Oh, the backup quarterback. Correct. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, Edmonds was actually a fourth round pick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Skelton was a fifth round pick.
1: Okay.
2: I know this was a long, long time ago, but I'm looking at it now. The Giants actually drafted a fullback in the first round with a sixth overall pick
0: back in nineteen forty three. Steve Philipowicks giants also drafted ken parker back in 1968 before 2010 that was the most recent fordham player draft. it's crazy looks like the giants draft all the guys from fordham i'm looking at four guys the giants drafted straight out of fordham. well to be fair the giants recruit out of the northeast
1: yeah makes sense
0: geographically wise i mean you look at the players on the roster right now riley dixon syracuse our boy jake carlock who played college football right here on the liu post campus liu guy Uh, Isaiah Seawright, I think, is from the area as well. You know, you have a bunch of guys. Justin Pugh was here for a while. He played for the Giants for a few years. Speaking of Justin Pugh, this was his homecoming. He tweeted earlier last week, there's still a part of me that's in New York. You know, this is a guy born in Pennsylvania, went to college up at Syracuse, actually played. I believe he played a year with Riley Dixon. I think it was a senior freshman type of thing. Um, Riley Dixon went to
2: Syracuse? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, starting right tackle to start his career, then shifted interior to, to the left guard position, mm-hmm. and then he was really the Giants' best offensive lineman. And, no. you know, he's he's not an elite player. He's a quiet player. He does his job. You don't really hear about it much. Yeah. But he was very quiet in this game. Didn't say much. Uh, but, again, the problem... The Fordham Ram, Chase Edmonds, could not stop him. 126 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Good thing I picked him up this week in fantasy.
1: He was our second-leading receiver, too, by the way. Yeah, With two catches for 24 yards.
0: That's not good. Yeah, Farrell Cooper, four for 29.
1: Who joined the team two weeks ago.
0: And then my problem is this. I know Daniel Jones had three fumbles in this game, which we'll get to in a minute, but I'm sorry. Nate Solders and Mike Remmers, come on. This whole four offensive sacks? line sucks. Four sacks to Chandler Jones? Yeah. Eight sacks really? in total. I understand he's an elite pass rusher, but no, four this, sacks? This defense yeah. going into this on. week was
2: like second to last
1: oh. in, in, in defense. They had Patrick Peterson back to Cardinals, and he was locking up everybody. He you know?
2: got a pick, I think, actually. Yeah. He picked off Jones. Oh, this Giants team.
0: This well, Giants team. I've got to say, Daniel Jones was definitely the better quarterback performance out of the two uh, in terms of Jets Giants, which Rookies. we'll get Rookies. to yeah. later on. Jones definitely had a better performance than Kyler yeah. in this game, uh, stats wise. But Jones did lose two of his three fumbles, yeah. which is a problem. And he had a pick. These are rookie mistakes. These aren't... I mean, obviously they're bad mistakes, but they're not terrible ones. These are mistakes that can be cor- corrected. Yeah, As we're with other young quarterbacks, we're seeing mistakes that are just not good among the likes of guys like Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Yeah, these are just scary mistakes that these guys might actually just be really bad quarterbacks. Yeah, as where I think the Giants really lucked out with Jones. You see the potential there. Yeah,
1: no, he's had this, his he's had his moments. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a rookie. When you're a rookie, you know you're you're gonna have your ups and downs.
0: The Giants did uh, get back. Um, A nice toy in Saquon Barkley. Yes, I did call him a toy. 18 rushes, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Great to see him back. Golden Tate, six catches for 80 yards. Uh, Look, guys, the problem, the Giants don't have any depth at receiver.
1: Yeah, because after Tate.
0: Shepard. Shepard, yeah. Out with his second concussion of the season. He's probably not going to play again this week. I know he's listed as questionable, but no, I doubt he's not he'll playing play. this week. Him and so Corey you,
2: Balton are out.
0: You're down to Golden Tate, Cody Latimer,
1: who's a specialist, like and Benny you
0: know. Fowler, and Cody Core, and well, and you have Darius Slayton. Oh, That's so bad. But if you, if you get Shepard back, you're looking at your top four. It's not terrible. It's Tate, Shepard, Latimer, and Slayton. That's not terrible. In addition to Ingram and Barkley, that's doable. The problem Sorry. is, can you get them all healthy at the same time? The biggest blow to this Giants offense so far has been losing Corey Coleman for the whole season because you also lost an efficient special teams player that would have been your kickoff returner. Yeah. And now you don't have that. as where the Giants don't have a legitimate kickoff returner.
2: Nope. They had uh, Tate returning kicks, I think, against uh, They had against Tate Arizona. returning
0: punts and then Ballantyne returning kicks when he was healthy. Slayton, now it's, Slayton returns kicks, too. So. Yeah, him. Uh, one of the bright spots on this defense so far for the Giants, David Mayo, a uh, former uh, fifth-round draft pick by Dave Gittleman, I believe back in 2012. Uh, now this guy played for the Carolina Panthers for three to four seasons, and now he's with the Giants. He had a sack in this game. He's been starting due to the injury to Tay Davis. And Ryan Connolly, now with Ogletree back, has David Mayo earned himself a starting job for the rest of the season with the way he's performed? Yeah, he
2: should have. He should have the job. Over
0: over Tate Davis.
2: I don't know over Tate Davis because I, I don't even know when Tate Davis is coming back personally. It seems like every week you read reports and he's almost there and he's, almost there and he's almost there. And he doesn't make it back to the roster for some reason. It's that,
0: tough, man. It's a tough league.
2: But uh, David Mayo has definitely been a great player. The, the game that stood out to me with David Mayo personally was that Patriots game. He just seemed to be there on every single tackle that was made. He was unbelievable. Another guy. He um, also missed a few. Yeah, he missed a few, but uh, another guy, too, Marcus Golden, as well. Former Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, the touchdown. Really good. Really, really
0: good. Uh, you know, I've got to say this. The Giants' defense wasn't bad. Uh, they only allowed 245 yards of total offense to Kyler Murray. Granted, the Cardinals don't have too many weapons offensively, especially if you take David Johnson out of that equation. Yeah, Obviously, Chase Edmonds had about half of those yards. But, Larry Fitzgerald only had two catches. Christian Kirk, I don't think he played. He was out. Arizona doesn't was have a leading much receiver. Yeah. Yeah. However, you can't allow the Cardinals' defense to get eight sacks. So, now, the Giants, offensively, you're still going to be without Sterling Shepard. That's really the only significant injury now on this offense. The defense bringing in some reinforcements. They go out and they sign former Arizona Cardinal, Theon Buchanan, who is a linebacker. And he's probably, I don't know if he's going to start Sunday. He's but starting. He is? He's starting. So he'll start over Mayo probably. He'll start with Ogletree maybe I don't know unless they start all three of them we'll see I don't know I th- I don't know if I trying to remember if he was an outside linebacker or an inside linebacker He played both and he also was a safety too yeah. He was like so the like hybrid, a hybrid player, type of player yeah, yeah. which is something the Giants could use quite frankly desperately uh before 2017 Buchanan averaged about 80-90 tackles a season when he, when he when he was a consistent starter yeah, First rounder too Exactly so this has potential here to be something good and Sam Beal I don't know if he'll play this week, but next week, he might be an option for this Giants team.
2: That would be—is that his first ever NFL start? Would that be his first ever NFL start? Yes, it would be. I think it would be. Well, I'm not sure. Don't, we don't
0: know if he's going to start.
2: Well, just just playing in general. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think, Sam I don't think he's ever played, played in a full
0: game. No, he hasn't. Uh, preseason, maybe. No, actually, no. Yeah, you're right. Wow. This guy was drafted. Last in a year. supplemental draft of 2018. Should have stayed in college, but... Oh. And now, trying to make his way back. NFL's a tough league, man. I'm, I keep saying it. So, Giants sitting here, 2-5 and five, through seven games. This is not as bad of a season as maybe you expected to start.
2: Oh, no, it's bad. I think I told you in the beginning of the season when we were making our predictions. I said the you Giants had... Really, you were had... thinking 3-1. No. 3-1. No, I yeah. said that they would get a max of Somebody was saying three. I one. said a max of like four wins because I thought that they were gonna beat the Jets. I thought they were gonna beat the Cardinals, which they lost to. I thought they were gonna beat Miami, and I thought they were gonna beat one other team as their fourth win. But I I don't know. Well, I don't Bucks, know what
0: this is. Redskins, trash. And you got Redskins again. Yeah, the Redskins
2: I didn't think were gonna be trash.
0: You have Redskins again. You have the Jets and the Dolphins. And you have Philadelphia twice. I know you haven't had success against Philadelphia, but that secondary is not good. Yeah. And they don't they just lost an interior player too on that defense.
2: And uh, I think it's Nigel
0: Bradham, I think. Yeah, and their offensive line is banged up. Yeah. Yeah, Lane so
2: Johnson's been out, I think.
0: You could possibly squeak out a home game against the Eagles this year
2: if the receivers get healthy. Otherwise, you, you know, and, and I don't think what's happening are, this team. I,
0: look, I I understand the ne- the negativity around this team right now. I I get it. Mathematically speaking, this division is not good. At the end of the day, That's really bad. It's a coin flip between Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah. And I think Dallas has a clear advantage. We saw on Sunday night football. The reason why I'm not counting the Eagles out yet, one, their schedule and two, they're going to get healthy at some point. I know Alshon Jeffrey. I don't know, I don't know if he's back, but I know he he missed a few games and that hurt them for sure. I think sure. he played he played against Dallas. They've been missing Jason Peters. Carson Wentz has been banged up. He's been bad too. See, that's the thing. I truly think Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak, but we'll get to that in a, a yeah. little we'll, in a little bit. Back to the Giants. Teams are calling for Nate Solder, Janoris Jenkins. Do either of these guys go? Apparently a second round pick is on the table for Jack Rabbit.
2: I've heard you take that. I've heard reports that because and it wasn't the same uh last off season because uh, again Jack Rabb was on the table at the deadline last off season but now he's becoming more intriguing because he's having somewhat of an okay season on top of the fact that he doesn't have a year left on his contract. He'll only have half a season left so whatever team has him it'll be a rental player. Right. But um if you get a second and third rounder, you take that and you run with it. Nate Solder. The only thing that stinks about Nate Solder is if you get rid of him, that's like $30 million worth of dead money.
0: And you gotta because, name a, you got to name a new captain, too.
2: Oh, that 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 doesn't matter. But I don't even know oh, who you replace Oh, it does. It, nah. Hey, I don't even know who you replace at left tackle.
0: You played football. Come on. Yeah, It, no, that, it, it that, matters a little bit.
2: Uh, it
1: does matter a little bit. But, I mean, if I think more of the dead money might be the problem, too.
0: That and the camaraderie of the offensive line, because although Nate Soldier's performance has been definitely – not, not not good N- not up to his contract be nice and say not good but he is a leader he is a leader and you I understand you brought in Kevin Zeitler and Mike Remmers but then who's going to start at left tackle if you trade him
2: Eric Flowers sign him back now I don't know but uh, Nate Soldier has been a turnstile since you know, becoming I, I should I should have handmade you an Eric Flowers jersey and you, you could have wore that I would have won that with pride <laughs> But um, the he, Nate Solder has been a turnstile since becoming a giant. He's been probably the worst thing that Dave Gettleman has done for this team since becoming the GM. Personally, I really cannot think of a worse thing that he's done. Oh, well, I don't the Odell thing that pissed me off, but that's another thing. But the Nate Solder thing that was a horrible contract. He made him the highest paid left tackle in all of football, and he's he's not even okay. He, he's the Giants really were been forced to
0: overpay. They had their hands tied. Should because they, have they, they missed out now? on uh, Daryl Williams?
2: No, they missed out on uh, what's well, that? They that? Did miss out Andrew that. Norwell.
0: And Norwell, but and Norwell. Norwell would have played guard, not tackle. Giants needed a tackle. Well yeah, they went out. They got Will Hernandez. Great. Jalapio, okay, whatever. Zeitler and Remmers, good. Now you gotta figure out what what the next move is for this team. I don't think Solder's gonna get traded. I think Jack Rabbit will.
1: I think more Jenkins. I mean, you can put him on a team. I mean, he's an okay corner. You can put him on a team that already has an established like number one starter. Oh yeah, plug him
2: in on the opposite side. There's been rumors that people are calling for Evan Ingram, and if the Giants trade him, I, I, don't, I don't know what I'll do. No,
0: I don't think it's going to happen because the Giants are not too far off. They really are. I think
2: it's just the
1: injuries with, with Ingram, and too, because like he could be a, a top tight end. Well, I'm, actually,
0: just, I'm talking about from like a competitive standpoint. It's the youth, mm-hmm. and it, it's the youth, the poor offensive line play, the turnovers by Daniel Jones, and the young defense. That's what it is, and the inability to get consistent pressure on the quarterback, because that's what good defenses thrive off of. You know yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Good defense. Yeah.
1: Main thing. Really good defense. You win
0: games. On defense. On defense.
1: Yeah. And the offense will will come
0: about. Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to say it again. Jackrabbit gone. Solder staying. Detroit this weekend. Homecoming for Damon, Snacks, Harrison, and Golden Tate, both playing against their former respective teams. Barkley and Snacks are going to go toe-to-toe. This is going to be good. I'm expecting Snacks to go all out. He's probably going to run over Jalapio and Hernandez a couple times. Hernandez and Snacks actually. Why do you
2: say that smiling? That's horrible. (laughs) That's a bad thing. That's a bad thing.
0: Remember they got into a fight in training camp, Snacks and uh, Hernandez, when Hernandez was a rookie? They did. (laughs) <laughs> and when the they, Giants, they might get into apparently, Sunday.
2: Saquon, he was being interviewed in the locker room this uh, a couple days ago, and Saquon said the first thing that Damon Snacks Harrison said to him was, I want to run you over in practice, or I want to stop you or something like that in practice, when they were on the team at one point together. So now Snacks will have his opportunity.
0: And I'm just going to say this. Barkley might be Damon Harrison's snack on Sunday that if the Giants offensive line doesn't play better.
2: My Juan Solo
0: joke was better than that. No,
2: it
1: wasn't. No, I, I don't know. Am, am I the judge here with that one? I think I'll probably that, – that was a good one, Tom. I'll give you that.
0: You just don't like it when I, I talk about – Well, if Kyle made
1: the joke, team, he would have loved it. Bad reason.
0: No,
2: if I made the joke, it wouldn't have gotten hyped. It would have been worse <laughs> than, the, than my Juan Solo joke. So
0: Detroit, a team, also has lost three in a row. Matthew Stafford had an okay game his last time out. He's been connecting with Marvin Jones a lot. Uh, You know, they also have the rookie tight end in Hawkinson, and you have Kenny Galladay, great second-year guy. Where do you see this game going on Sunday? It's in Detroit. Both teams are desperate for a win. It's Matt Patricia, old-school coach, against Pat Shermer, also an old-school coach. How does it unfold? Let's pick this game. I am going to go first. I'm going to say that it's actually a low-scoring game. Detroit is going to win 20 to seventeen, Matt Prater will
1: kick the game-winning field goal. Hmm, I guess I'll go. I was, I, I'm feeling that's going to be like a Matt Prater field goal to win the game. I'm going to go a little bit higher. You said twenty to seventeen. I think twenty-seven to twenty-four
0: Detroit. Am I about to cringe?
2: Um, I don't know, but I feel like well, something is going to happen. So. Something's gonna tell me it's gonna happen. The 40, Giants are gonna want to seven Giants. No, no, no. It's <laughs> gonna be thirty to fourteen. The the defense, and I don't know if you heard about this with the Lions as well. Oh, they yeah. signed former running back Paul Perkins, so it's official. Anything that the Giants drop gets picked up by the Lions. Oh, yeah, because Carryon on Johnson's out. Let's so they need
0: let's run through this. Snacks Harrison, Devon Kennard, Romeo Romero. Paul, Paul Perkins. Perkins.
2: And there's probably it's more too. There's probably more the too. You name them that quickly too. Yeah. Because they've all because they've been fantastic with the Lions.
0: Fun fact about Devon Kennard: he went to my cousin's high school in Desert Vista, Arizona. Fun fact: uh, Kennard was another mistake that the Giants made in yeah. getting rid of him, but he would have cost a fortune. So, Kyle, do you have a score? You said thirty fourteen. Yep. Detroit.
2: Yep. On top of the fact that. I don't even know if Geno Shanks is going to be on the team on Sunday. That well, could be another. Uh,
0: so that could that they have no corners at not, that point. They're, they're not going to trade them tomorrow. That's Saturday. By the way, it's just in: Houston goes up one nothing in this game, and Josh Reddick with an RBI single, and they call it a soft line drive to Juan Soto. So, let's get to uh, Samantha Darnold and the New York Jets.
2: Is that better than Juan Solo? That was no. pretty good. No, that well, one, no, I like that one. That was the old one, Samantha Darnold.
0: Thank you. I'm seeing ghosts. Yeah, that's bad. It's spooky season. That's bad. Do you think? He's
1: in the holiday spirit. Well, the Halloween spirit.
0: That's bad. That's bad. Irish <laughs> holiday, by the way. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> so, Sam I Am Darnold, uh, you know, maybe he got caught up in some Dr. Seuss while he was watching film this week, I don't because, know what happened here with him. Uh, My
2: God. This was funny.
0: Guys, this was funny. Sam Darnold had the worst quarterback performance I have seen since I was a toddler. Well, Nathan that Peterman. Bad. Nathan, Nathan Peterman was pretty Nathan bad. Nathan Peterman was bad, but this was bad because yeah, I man. watched this in full from start to finish.
1: What was worse, the Darnold the game or the butt fumble?
2: Oh, Donald seeing is ten times worse than yeah. butt fumble.
0: <sighs> it's ten times worse. Who
1: would have thought? Who would have thought the butt fumble would be overtaken by something Mark else?
0: Mark Sanchez is so happy. <laughs> exactly. One of my buddies from Sacred Heart said, the Jets are going to win this game, 27-24. And I looked at him, and I'm, I said, you're kidding me, right? It's crazy. Like, the... Judgment that some Jet fans had. I
1: thought it was going to be a competitive be game. Close. Not, I, I, I had the patch I, winning, but I thought like I'd be like a close, yeah, like touchdown, they, they, ten they, they points. The but the problem
0: is, Jet fans they just they expect Sam Darnold to be the savior. It doesn't work. I don't that even way. think he's the guy personally. I no, he, he's I'm he, not. I he's thought nuts. he
1: would. I thought give him another year, but now it's starting to. He I'm starting nuts. to be on your side, he's like where he might not. be. this the, is where the you
0: problem lies. The Giants made the right move on passing on. They did. Well, yeah. Now it makes sense. But again, I can't. It's Sorry, hard to blame Tommy him Mac If you're because listening,
2: because the Jets again, the Jets put Sam Darnold in a terrible situation to succeed. You gave him a horrible offensive line. You gave him absolutely no receivers. In oh, fact, 70. the only receiver that you have is probably done for the rest of his career with a neck injury. Yeah, you, you gave him basically no running back. Well, now you got Le'Veon, his tight end. Even when off suspension for Chris doing drugs, Harden. he gets hurt. Yeah. The defense is the worst defense
0: I think I've ever seen. That they actually paid people and they got worse. Tremaine Johnson, bad.
2: C.J. Mosley, oh. Ben. okay. Been
0: okay. K- K- Kamichi, oh, just got suspended too. Collect- yeah. Former
1: you know
2: Raven. <laughs> Dumb
0: stuff. Dumb stuff.
2: Oh. Apparently he's he want he's saying that he's injured, so he's going for surgery. But the Jets told him, "You're not injured. Keep playing." So they're finding him because he's opting in for surgery and ending his season. That's. It's, it's unbelievable. They're started. finding their own
0: player for being hurt. Well, yeah, that's why the GM got axed. No, they're still season. doing it. No, well, left tackle is also hurt. And then the management was so bad, they decided to go out and get a their new starting center, who just came out of retirement
2: yeah. in Ryan the off
0: season. The offensive line wasn't even bad in this game. They allowed one well, side. Let's not even talk about the right side, and Brian Winters and Benny Gelano. This is the worst offensive line in football, easily. Yeah, I don't think it's competition. Uh, So New England did win this game, thirty-three to nothing. No way. If you if you didn't know, uh, New England won seventeen of their last nineteen games against the Jets. That's horrible. That is horrible.
1: Brady's laughing so much right now.
0: And Tom Brady (laughs) didn't even have a great game. He He didn't need to have a great game because (laughs) New England took half the quarter on their first drive of the game. They spent nine minutes on that first drive, sixteen plays. Sam Darnold basically handed them points. Sony Michelle had three touchdowns.
2: Yeah, handing them points, they put them at like the twenty yard line. uh,
0: Let's let's break this down. Tom Brady, thirty-one of forty-five, two hundred fifty yards, one touchdown, one interception. Sony Michelle had three touchdowns on the ground. James White was their leading receiver with seven catches Edelman also had seven catches and Jacoby Myers a guy you know comes onto the scene Brady trusts him a little bit Philip Dorsett had a nice touchdown in this game great to see New England doesn't really have a tight end option right now but they're throwing a guys these no name guys not just Jacoby Myers but Gunnar Olcheski uh, I know Josh Gordon who's now out for the remainder of the season with what New England had to start the year they had AB they had Josh Gordon Dorsett, Demaryius Thomas, Edelman, Edelman. Demaryius Thomas. Now, you're looking at it, Edelman, Edelman, Mohamed Sanu, Edelman, and that's why they go out and they make a move. Yeah, (coughs) that is what good teams do. They trade for Mohamed Sanu, which we'll get to that trade in just a moment. We'll finish this game. New England's defense. This is one of the best defenses I've seen since the '85 Bears. I understand their level of competition is low right now. I think
1: it's a schedule that's kind of, everyone's kind of turning away like, this is not the best defense.
0: They're not even giving up. They're averaging, they're giving up like five points a game on average. It dipped. They they were at eight before they blanked the Jets.
2: Yeah, but Sam Darnold handed them four interceptions, which only increases your rating. (laughs) Literally, I mean, it wasn't even close. New England's defense
0: only got to Darnold once. That was a John Simon sack and a forced fumble. Darnold, eleven of 32, 86 yards, one, uh, four interceptions and one fumble. Le'Veon Bell on the ground, fifteen for seventy. I feel so bad for him. Was this the worst quarterback performance we've seen all season so oh, far? Oh yeah, by far. It's not even close. Definitely, it's not even close. By the way, Darnold now has an injured toenail.
2: What's next? I don't think. I think he actually had to have his toenail removed.
0: Correct.
1: God, That's such a Jets injury.
0: Next, hand, foot, and mouth disease, baby. That's right up there. The, the Jets have 19 players injured.
2: It still doesn't matter. That they is they one-third in their bad. 53-man roster. That's crazy,
0: That is though. over a third. have they the most bad. guys
1: on IR or most injured guys. I
0: don't know about IR, but definitely like
1: Injury overall, yeah, definitely.
0: definitely. And now teams are calling for Leonard Williams and Robbie Anderson. Who Whose fault is it? Um, Ace, everybody, the team, Darnold.
2: I'm blanking. Who's the owner of the Jets?
0: McCagnin? No. no, Woody Johnson? Sorry. Woody Johnson? Yeah. There you go. That's who it is. I don't know why McCagnon came to mind. That's who it is. You it's hire start, cable
2: people. It starts at the top. You let McCagnon, who was oh, hated by all the Jets fans, draft. Even though he had limited draft picks, you let him draft and use $100 million and then, and then fire them, him. That made no sense at Which all. makes no sense. Gase is not a good head coach. And then you hire a coach that had a losing record with a terrible team within your own division. Who the highlights of his career came from actually beating your team. <laughs> and you let him run an offense that he doesn't even want to run because he didn't even want Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah. And he's so. even bad in post-game interviews, too. He just looks at you. gazing With a deathly stare. Oh, my gosh.
2: That's a thing. That was the good. What? That Gacing. was good. Well, that was good. I didn't make it up, but
0: I'll take credit. Well, it
1: started me. with that first press conference he had, too. <laughs> That's good, good stuff. <laughs> stuff.
0: Gace is best well-known for his memes on yeah. social media. Uh, okay. Week 8, they play Jacksonville against Gardner Minshew. Who, quite frankly, right now he is a candidate for offensive rookie of the year. He won uh, the AC Player of the Week. I think this he did. Week.
1: Mm-hmm. He's ten, won. He's won a rookie he's of the won week. Also,
0: yeah. seventeen hundred passing yards on ten touchdowns and two interceptions through six and a half games. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm I'm gonna go all in. Jacksonville wins this game thirty-one to three. That's wow. So what's the what's the kicker name? He'll finally get a chance. Look, I'm a big Jacksonville guy. Are you?
2: Oh yeah. What's his name? Sam Ficken. He'll finally. get Oh, an the kicker. Yeah. To, oh,
1: that was another thing too. Their kicking troubles. Didn't their kicker retire? The Jets kicker, and then they had to Chandler sign K. someone K. else. Sorrow, yeah. And then he and left. No, then
2: they traded for the, Vi- Kari Vivek
1: the, Vi- the Vikings guy, who the Ravens had. Yeah. And then
0: Sam Darnold is better than one starting quarterback in the NFL right now, and that is Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen.
2: Really? Wow.
0: Well what think of a quarterback? What better one is there? You can't say Trubisky cuz I mean even though he's bad he did have that six touchdown game last year.
2: No, not even that. He just this past game that he lost this week he was coming off a shoulder injury. So um I can't think of anybody worse. Yeah, I don't right think
0: now. Trubisky's anywhere near that level. Um, no, that was
2: bad.
1: If you want me to go with what you say 31, man? I might have to I'm trying to think too. I That's think fun. That's me being nice. Yeah, the, 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 I think the kicker's going to have a day. I'll say 35 to 9. Jets Kicker's gonna have a day. <laughs> hey, if you have if you have uh, the Jets kicker in fantasy, why not? No, uh, they'll probably miss kicks too. Well I'm saying they could have more, but you know, we'll just say nine.
2: Yeah, this team is a mess. They may not even have Robbie Anderson. This nah, is, that's another thing, too. This is uh Oakland talks with Oakland is heating up apparently. They're really in on Robbie. I still think Jacksonville is a playoff team
0: in the AFC. I think it's hard in the AFC South. I that it it's it really a three way
1: race, I think.
0: Yeah it's going to come down to jacksonville and buffalo for that final spot cuz you got houston and the colts and then you got baltimore new england and the chiefs
2: yeah but that would that would mean three wild cards no, 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 he's, no, he's saying he's saying he's saying Houston's old. He oh. has, yes,
1: Houston has a lock to win to, to, to g- be this first. In wild my card.
0: opinion, it's going to come down to Jacksonville and Buffalo. Cleveland has an outside shot of making. They need a lot court, of things. They, they, they need, need a lot, lot, lot of things to go right.
2: Yep. No, yeah, you're do right. Do we agree on agree. that? No, I thought you were saying that Buffalo and Jacksonville were going to make it, but then I'm like, so then who's not making oh, it in the AFC South? Because I mean, the Colts have been on fire. They're uh, going to win. I think they're going to win the division.
0: Why don't we pick this game here? What do you think? Uh, Jaguars.
2: Thirty-five to ten. Give him a touchdown. Who's gonna score a touchdown for the Jets? Some guy that they'll sign off the practice practice squad.
0: Ryan Griffin. The nah. Tight end. Does Darnold have a touchdown pass in this game? Nope. By the way, fun fact: Jacksonville running back Leonard Fournette. Is averaging 134 rushing yards a game since week four. That is the best in the NFL. I
2: think he only has one touchdown this season, though. Correct. (laughs) That's because you got Gardner. Yeah,
0: right. On that note, we're gonna step aside for a quick break. When we come back, we will have our team of the week and some quick picks. You're listening to Review and Preview here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. Tunes, tunes, tunes. Beach Boys. Welcome back to Review and Preview, folks. I'm your host, Tom Skivetta joined alongside Kyle Russo Fons DeFalco here in the studio. One hour down, one hour to go. We're halfway through. You know what that means. Top of the hour. It's time for our team of the week. So, uh, teams that qualify, any of the big four, any sport. Uh, funds, you will be up first. Who is your team of the week and why?
1: You guys are going to be really shocked by this one, but I'm going with my Baltimore Ravens with that win against the Seattle Seahawks. Going up to Seattle, getting that Marcus Peters recently acquired pick six. Lamar Jackson not the best passing day, but 116 rushing yards, and that defense is incredible. Ravens now at five and two. That's my team of the week.
0: Kyle, good pick, funds.
2: Uh, my team of the week is the New York Islanders. They're on a five-game win streak. They're beating the Ottawa Senators right now, four to one. Probably gonna get six win- uh, six straight wins tonight. That's my team of the week.
0: I kind of expected you to take them because I didn't think there's you were really, really in nothing NFL. else.
2: There's really nothing else. I can't, I can't think of anything.
0: I I I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings won last night against the Redskins, 19-9. to The Vikings also beat Detroit on the road last week. Me and James were the only ones to take them. They were actually my, uh, they were my, no, they were James's upset. This week, they are my lock. They were my lock to beat the Redskins. And, you know, I've got to say something about the Vikings. They have the second-best running back in football right now behind McCaffrey this season. And I'm going to be honest with you, they're going to get in the playoffs. They've won four in a row. Since going two and two, yeah. well, all these questions about Kirk Cousins and his inconsistency. Let's around. Look what he's done without Adam Thielen.
1: Yeah, turn around completely. He's
0: getting Rudolph involved. They got the backup running back Madison involved. St- Stephon Diggs had a three touchdown game. Irv Smith coming out of nowhere. Oland Johnson. I mean, they're throwing to these random guys you've never heard of before. C.J. Ham. I mean, and Mike Zimmer has a great defense as always. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings. My Team of the Week, now tied in the win column with the Green Bay Packers. And if the Packers lose to the Chiefs, there is a tie for first place in the NFC North. Minnesota Vikings, Team of the Week. So with that being said, let's review the Week 6, Week 7 games. Highlighted by the boys out in the Bay the San Francisco 49ers have mounted their first six and0 start since 1990. How legit are the San Francisco 49ers?
1: I definitely think they are. I mean I wasn't sure at first but I think I'm starting to see you now that defense is really good. Uh, they just acquired we'll talk about them later Manuel Sanders a guy I think they that was the kind of the missing piece I think they needed a consistent wide receiver because uh, like, outside of George Kittle, no one else. And then that running game with Breda and Mosar, I think the other guy's name is? Coleman, Tavern Coleman. I mean, oh, Coleman to three running backs. Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. doesn't need to do a whole lot, just hand off to one of three running backs, get a couple passes out there. And I'm I'm starting to really like the 49ers here.
2: Yeah, I think I, I said it in previous week's shows, I think that the 49ers' defense was legit. But now that they acquired Emmanuel Sanders, I think the whole team in general can be a legit contender.
0: Well, did you hear what he just said yesterday? Oh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, he only he said he only has two or three years left playing. Yeah, that, he's that's up. That's what he said.
2: He's up there, and for he's been around for a long time. Yeah. He's with everybody
0: forgets he's with the Steelers for a bunch. He of He was years drafted before. the same year as AB. Guys, he's yeah. thirty-two years old. Yeah, it's that's not a spring chicken for a wide receiver. No, it's not a spring chicken in the NFL period. Except maybe if you're a kicker, you're like, yeah, or Tom Brady. midway through your career. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady at 32, midway through your career. The Chicago Bears were held under 300 yards in their first six games. First time that's happened since 1975. But the Bears are still in the mix at 3-3. Three and three. Are the Bears a good team, a bad team, middle-of-the-pack, I'm a little confused. I know Trubisky has been hurt. I know the defense lost guys like Akeem Hicks, a huge loss for them. But, and Adrian a- Amos as well. The Bears made the playoffs last year and were a potential dark horse for the Super Bowl at 12-4. and 4. Now, this team's not making the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure now. It's not I, happening. beginning of the year, I had them, but I think with the injuries and just the inconsistency with Trubisky, I know he's been hurt, but when he's on the field, it's been... Up and down. Uh, I think like the Vikings and the Packers are obviously ahead of them in that division.
0: I don't think it's helped that every team in the NFC North has improved besides them. Yeah,
2: I think that the Bears have become almost the Tennessee Titans of the NFC. Like legit, like no, they have a great defense. Both teams, mm-hmm. question marks at cornerback, two good running backs, no good receivers, shaky good tight end a decent offensive line. They've become the Tennessee Titans with good go- good head coaching. Uh, you
0: know what's coming. I don't know about that. I going? don't know
1: because uh, I would rather have Delaney Walker than Trey Burton at tight end. You know
0: what's coming. At three and four, guess what, Fonz? Titans are still in the mix. They're somehow still in the mix every they're year. They're going to beat the Bucs this weekend at home. Yeah, that was oh, a four and four.
1: Yeah, why'd you make me pick that game? That's two teams that I don't want to see play each other. I know They're somehow always in the mix.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, I don't know. Shifting gears to the AFC, Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, wins his 200th NFL game as a head coach on Sunday. Congratulations, Andy Reid. However, he has never beaten Aaron Rodgers in his career. Rodgers will be going up against Andy Reid this weekend in Arrowhead. And this has upset written all over it. Now... The line favors Green Bay, but mm. according to win percentage, Green Bay has a 49% chance to win the game. As of yesterday, they're still underdogs. Yeah. So in the quick picks, we can pick Green Bay as an underdog this week. Uh, I don't know. I Personally, I don't even think this is the game of the week. The, no, the, the game not, of, the no, the of the week is Carolina, Carolina versus
1: 49ers. Yeah, because yeah, no, well, yeah, Mahomes, obviously not there i would have Mahomes
0: said. is not there so you got matt moore against aaron Rodgers. and look don't get me wrong matt moore great backup quarterback always easy. won games carolina miami however he was out of football last year yeah that th- did not play he's back next man up he's there now he's gonna play for the next two to three weeks i think you gotta wait till after the bye to bring mahomes back nobody's gonna catch the chiefs in the west yeah, that's the a, biggest no. threat is the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, and they're
2: I think they're three and three. I think,
0: yeah, three and three. Uh, look, this is going to be a Green Bay Packers win, in my opinion. Also, fun fact the Packers are 15 and three against the AFC West since 2002. Hmm. I had a dig for that one. Let's get to the Bills. Albert Doner, if you're watching or if you're listening, the Bills are five and one for yeah. the first time since two thousand eight. Bills Mafia baby. The only New York football team.
1: Yeah. That's a hundred percent a fact right there. That's a fact. It's so
0: sad Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills beat the Eagles this week to improve to six and one. 100%. I Apparently, think so. we all think so, except, except for, for Monty. James, And that's why the Philadelphia Eagles will win. <laughs> the,
1: I I thought the Bills were going to go out of their way to get Emmanuel Sanders. That's the one thing that they needed. I think everything else is fine for the Bills right now. It's just they need a legit number one. I mean, Cole Measley and John Brown are good, but their situation, like Beasley's a possession, Brown's a deep threat. Sanders can do a little bit of everything. I think they probably should have went out and more aggressive to get him, but... I guess those are the guys that are going to – maybe they'll go for Robbie Anderson. I don't know who – I think they need another receiver.
2: And now Devin
0: Singletary yeah. is back too, which is yeah. also nice. I think they'll beat Philadelphia. It's going to be hard for the Bills, I think, to keep this up. I do see them losing a few games coming up. I see, you know, this could be – I mean, this could be an 11-5 and football team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you're looking at the schedule – in Week 9, the Bills got the Redskins, so the Bills will be 7-1. and one, They have them at home as well. And then you look at Week 10, the Bills are on the road against Cleveland.
1: That week could o- be a win there.
0: Yeah. Week 11, the Bills are at Miami. That's a win. You're looking at potentially 9-1. and one. Wow. And then it gets better. They're at home against Denver. Ten and one Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Then they're at Dallas. All right.
2: May uh, nah.
0: no uh, Nah. Then they host the Ravens. <laughs> no.
1: That's gonna be fun to watch.
0: That'd be a good game, actually. Then they're at the Steelers. That should be a win.
1: Now, yeah, now it should be a win. Heinz
0: a tough place to play, though. Then they're at New England. Uh, that's a loss. Yeah. And then to wrap up the season, they host the Jets.
2: And that should be a win.
0: Eleven and five, Buffalo.
2: Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. And they, they'll probably beat out Jacksonville for a spot, realistically. I wouldn't put Houston in the playoffs yet either. Deshaun Watson's great, but that defense is not as yeah, that that advertised and what that offensive... Just, and
2: that hurts. We'll get into it in a little bit. That, that offensive line for a pretty decent cornerback
0: in Gary and Conley. Conley from the Raiders, yeah. yeah. Um okay. So colts had a good week they did beat the texans jacoby Brissett, a career high four touchdown passes proving he is a legitimate nfl quarterback fons
1: i said this weeks ago that Brissett is not a bad quarterback and he's going to be good for the colts and look at that i got a take right
2: can you imagine what they would have been if they had andrew luck in there
1: oh no no question but i think uh i think they're happy now with what Brissett can bring to the table
0: you were the only person that picked the texans to beat the colts last week yeah not to rain on your party. there. Yeah,
1: but you know, I don't know if I. <laughs> uh, it's the NFL. You don't know who's winning at this point. Astros the...
0: up two nothing. Brantley with an RBI single. Very nice. Survive in advance. Fawns, Now it gets more interesting. The Tennessee Titans. Nope. Start Ryan Tannehill in place of Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Three hundred and twelve passing yards. The most passing yards for Tannehill. Since 2016, now at 30 years of age, Fonz, do the Titans have a leg- legitimate case no. with Ryan Tannehill <laughs> a quarterback?
2: No. I think they have a better chance than Mark Mariota. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, They're both the same player. No, Ryan They're Tannehill both wasn't the... a bad quarterback. Ryan Tannehill, you got to remember, well, I mean, led that Miami team to the playoffs and then got hurt. And that's why Matt Moore got that starting job against Pittsburgh. I mean, that's how I remember Matt Moore when he got shellacked by uh, Bud Dupree. But Ryan Tannehill's not bad. He's not bad. I think
1: they're the same thing you're you're replacing I'm average with just his average, too. I'm going
0: to say this. The AFC South is the toughest division in the A- in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The Titans are going to win this weekend against the Bucs. I truly believe that. Yeah. However, Tennessee's the worst team in that division. Yeah. Hands down. You have yeah. The Texans, the Colts, yeah. and the Jaguars. Yeah. Record wise, yes, they're still in the mix. But Somehow. But they're not really in the mix.
1: <laughs> no, they'll always be in the mix till Week 17.
0: New Orleans Saints. Easy, Teddy Bridgewater, undefeated this season, has won eight of his last nine road starts. Fun fact. And game time decision between him and Drew Brees this week. Still no starter announced. I'd imagine... You'd want to start Teddy and keep Breeze on the sideline for another week. Then you have a bye week then next week, which makes no sense to bring back Drew Breeze. Yeah. Bring these Breeze back after the bye. Yeah. yeah,
1: have Teddy's been on a good roll here. Which
0: would make sense. Yeah,
1: just keep him in there.
0: The Saints, uh, they did a good job last week um, in their game. Against Jacksonville, yeah. Played. Yeah, they, they played Jacksonville. They were pretty good. Um, without
2: Kamara too Tavis Murray had a big game
0: yeah um well you're talking about you're talking about uh they, they, played, they, they, they didn't play Jacksonville they played the Bears week. yeah oh my bad that's my bad um, I think they played Jacksonville the week prior yeah well they won 36 to 25. Bridgewater was good Murray was good Saints keep marching on Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys smother the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football, 37-10. to 10. Dak becomes the all-time Dallas Cowboys rushing touchdown leader for a quarterback.
2: I think it was 21, right? I think it was 21 rushing touchdowns yep. for a quarterback.
0: Wow. Yeah. So to wrap up the week, Ravens beat the Seahawks on the road, 30-16 to 16, Fons. Uh Now, Lamar Jackson outrushed his opponent for the third time now. Yeah this season break him down a little bit what are your thoughts on I mean he's still inconsistent
1: yeah no there's no question I mean I still worry from time to time his passing because there's moments like I mean the Dolphins game he had a franchise tied a franchise record like six touchdowns against Arizona another great passing game and then just went down and then back up against Cleveland you know and then another example against the Seahawks but you know what he's what he can't pass, he could run. Case in point, with 100 plus rushing yards. Then you look at the games where he had a great passing game. He only had like two carries for like three yards or something. Didn't do much. So whatever he can do, he does the opposite. Like it's a very vice versa. I still worry about the pass, but I can always know that at least he can run the ball. I do worry that he should slide a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's also the um, I worry about a little bit, especially when you're obviously a quarterback.
0: Well, he's also very thin. He's yeah. very he, yeah thin guy.
1: But you know, I'm still very high on Lamar Jackson. He's been very good this season.
0: Vikings beat the Lions, forty-two to thirty. Marvin Jones ties a franchise record with four receiving touchdowns. The Rams beat the Falcons on the road, getting back on track, thirty-seven to ten. Honestly, Falcons might be the worst team in the NFC after Washington. They're bad.
1: And it's weird because I thought they'd be. Pretty solid this season, but I don't know what the injuries. Defense. You no, thought they'd, they'd still the be de- in
0: the mix, right? Yeah, no,
1: I thought they would be in that. Yeah, I no, really, I really thought they would be with the Panthers and Saints and that. You know, now Matt routine. Ryan's
2: hurt, no, the, the the defense is just so bad. Oh yeah, it, Keanu it, Neal's out. That, that Deion might, Jones is out. That might be the worst defense in all of football. That legitimately might have a good chance because that defense is horrible. They just don't. They don't even. And you chance. have
0: a solid offense. You can't yeah. stop the opposing team. They just traded away Mohamed Sanu. So clearly, you know. Giving away some, I, look. I understand. It. It's a shame because the offense. I know running back they have issues, but their receivers are good still. Even without Sanu, they have Julio, Calvin Ridley. They have really they have Austin Hooper, who's a great tight end. But their running back position is a problem. Devontae Freeman is not your long term answer. Seven rushes for nineteen yards is unacceptable. I don't care who you're going out against. You can't do that as a starting running back yeah. in it's the bad. National Ed, Football League. He one of the top running backs. Two in the like two years now, ago, he, he was terrible. Goff had a good game. Gurley had a receiving touchdown. Still, only 41 yards on the ground. He's at a down year. They're not using him much, but still, he got more carries in this game—18 carries.
1: They're being very cautious. They've been waiting He's until the. In his knee. Yeah, yeah. They're waiting until like the playoff star, maybe the week 16, 17 games, just to get back into it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Gonna... Yeah. All right, so we'll go over the trades. Raiders trade Conley to Houston for a third-round pick. That's big for them. It bolsters their secondary. That does feature Cream Jackson now. It, it's it's tough because yes Houston they do have reinforcements on the way but I do think JJ Watt has somewhat underperformed this season yeah I I, I don't necessarily know if Houston's a guarantee to get into the playoffs. no I
1: don't I think I would definitely give the edge more to Jacksonville for like that. Um, well obviously the Colts I haven't won division and then between Jack- Jacksonville and Houston I'd probably give the edge more to Jacksonville and if
0: Buffalo keeps winning like
1: this and a buff- I think Buffalo it's, it's, is again- it's, it's a problem yeah.
0: if we go back to the preseason playoff picture I picked Buffalo and Jacksonville as my two wild cards mm-hmm. and everyone left and I regretted it after I did it but I stuck by it and I'm kind of glad I did because it might happen, guys. Definitely Who could. knew that Gardner, Gardner Minshew. No, who knew that I track. thought it would be Nick
1: Foles would be leading him to a wild card yeah. spot, too. So. Well,
0: look, I mean, we'll see uh, what happens. But right now. It's Gardner's team. Jack- Jacksonville's on a roll. It's about getting hot at the right time. And you have the Jets this weekend. You'll be back at 500 most likely. Although, I mean, you see what the Jets did to the Cowboys. It just goes to show you any team can win on any given Sunday. And that's what's great about the NFL. One game to prove it. No second chances. Yeah. Put it all out there. Other big news, of course, Marcus Peter is now Baltimore Raven, the first player in NFL history to record a pick six for two different teams in the same season. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. You got a good play.
1: You had a really I good told play. you he's better in man coverage, and that's where he excels in, and he's did very well in just one week.
0: He's this decade's version of Asante Samuel. That corner always doors. get 6 Can't make tackles though, Marcus Peters.
1: Yeah, but you know, Not nah, I'm too worried about it. if he can get the picks and goes so for yeah, that. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, well, now he'll be probably the the nickel, for now, and then Brandon Carr would be like in that slot. Raven? Yeah, I think he's uh, Marshall Yanda longest tenure. Oh Raven. yeah, him. He's and then 34. That, I think Jimmy Smith's like right behind him. But yeah, you got Smith and Brandon Carr as your slot corners which could be solid regular corners. you got Marlon Humphrey and Peters as your starters. It's a pretty mm-hmm. good quarterback corner uh, tandem there.
0: The New England Patriots, 28-0 at home in the regular season under Bill Belichick against starting quarterbacks age 24 or under Baker Mayfield is 24. Damn. I don't give the Browns a chance this to be
2: 29-0. If only he was 25. <laughs> only.
0: Odell Beckham has not... Played up to par, and again, neither has Baker Baker needs neither to has him the, the Browns
1: football. in general. Nick Chubb Chubb has been one probably one of the only bright spots. He's like leading the league in rushing, but mm-hmm. other than that, there's nothing else in the Browns. That... And
0: it's a shame because I mean, I know Joku's out, right? He's on IR. Uh... I mean, you still have Jarvis Landry.
2: Cream Hunt is coming back. I know. I think next The week. person, the personality, not the the characteristics of the guy is not favored, but the play is. Is there? He'll <laughs> make a difference exactly. there. I think. Uh, yeah, week ten, I think. Yeah, week ten.
0: Yeah, New England brings in re- reinforcements in the receiving core. They get Muhammad Sanu in exchange for a second round pick. That's a lot.
1: If any other team did this, would you have said what kind of move? Like if Jacksonville did this? Yeah, I don't think I, I don't would think... be like I'd be like.
2: Do you think Sanu is a second-round pick receiver? No,
1: I mean, because I see these people on the ESPN are, like, applauding the Patriots for doing it. But I'm like, if a team like the Jaguars or the Jets traded a second-round pick for Sanu, we would be bashing them.
0: To be fair, with that defense, I think you could afford to give up a second-round pick in next year's draft for a receiver. If you're because the Patriots, you could afford to give up anything. No. Right, because as long as Brady and Belichick are there, they're going to be championship contenders every single year. Every time. New England's the best team in football, again. Yeah. Oh, don't question. Don't do it. I'm not. It's, true. it's, it's sad. But don't, it's true. don't. Good.
1: I I care Always about you. I care about you. I don't want you to. Don't doubt him.
0: <laughs> what if I said you're Ravens? You would have been full support. Yeah. However, New England did trade Michael Bennett to Dallas for a seventh-round pick. That can turn into a sixth-round pick. Look, Michael Bennett, not a good fit for them. Similar. I forgot
1: he was kind of on the Patriots. To be completely not to honest, the
0: magnitude of Antonio Brown, but I don't, I don't think you want an image on that defense anymore. A guy who, you know, he's fought fans in the past. You know, no. I understand with Seattle. I understand uh, things are said that shouldn't be, but uh, no excuse to react that way. I mean, you have, you clearly have the right to do that, but I mean, you shouldn't. You're a professional. Professional. Football player. Yeah compose yourself No, wait till after the game I mean look I just don't think he's I don't know I, I, Dallas is silly I mean, it's another version of the Marcus Lawrence except to a lesser degree that's what it is in terms of his play
2: oh Marcus Lawrence is on a whole other level yeah but
0: I'm talking about the Marcus Lawrence has had issues with fans and whatnot. Oh, not so does uh, Michael Bennett that that's what I meant by that um Denver trades Emmanuel Sanders in a 2025th 20, 20 round pick to San Francisco, as we mentioned. Detroit trades safety Quandre Diggs in a 2021 20, seventh round pick to Seattle for a 2025th 20, 20 round pick. Injuries from last week. Well, the NFC South, there's been a lot of quarterback movement. Matt Ryan, questionable. We'll see if Matt Schaub, longtime vet, journeyman, comes out this also week. Also
1: forgot he was a Philadelphia Falcon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Fun fact his second tenure the atlanta Falcons.
1: that's right that's right
0: kyle allen remains the starter in carolina despite cam newton being pretty much close as close to 100 as he'll probably get uh how much longer for james winston
1: i think this is his last go around like his last seat i think oh, as, yeah. as, I you think... mean you mean like as a starter for this season or are you talking about like cause i think after this year he's done like in tampa bay completely
0: Get the kid in there. I man. Think that, Get Ryan Griffin in there. What was it?
2: In Wimbledon? I think it was that five interception game. Was that the one in one? In London, yeah. That was the, I the think
1: game. I mean,
0: that's that's the nail in the coffin right there. Otherwise, I thought that he actually had been playing pretty well. I mean, the yeah. problem is, Ryan Griffin's a 29 year old guy out of Tulane. He's not the future either. Yeah, so and he's never,
1: coach. I don't think he's ever even attempted an NFL regular season pass. He's never even played, or, like, he's been on that roster, but he's always been the third string quarterback. I hate
0: to say this, but Nick Foles, you know, you, you never know. I, that this guy could be taking a 150 mile Uber south to Tampa. You think they
2: Basically. would trade for
1: him? Hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. That, that would actually be a smart move. Because geo- geographic,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. If, if Minshew is long term, you don't want to make that decision right now. You definitely want to wait until the end of the season. But uh, it's tough. Breeze or Bridgewater Sunday? Left to be seen. Josh Gordon done for the year. But what was the biggest take from week seven? Before you guys chime in, I'm going to give mine. New England has not played anyone legit besides Buffalo. Yes, they're the best team in football. And yes, they will be the last team to remain undefeated, Mm -hmm. as the 49ers will be bumped at some point, possibly this weekend. But New England has not played anyone legit on their schedule besides the Buffalo Bills. Jacoby Brissett, he is the future in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers and 49ers will be the game of the week, not the Packers and the Chiefs. What is your guys take from week seven?
2: I uh, we Well,
1: yeah, no, I think, I mean, we, I said this a couple of weeks ago, too. I think Dan Quinn is definitely done yep. with this Falcons team. This guy was a former defensive coordinator for that. Uh, when Seattle was that dominant, <laughs> and how is Asian the worst boom. defense in all of football? Yeah, like you when he came in, like oh, he's gonna make this defense like Seattle two It really hasn't been the case at all. No. Granted, I mean, Keanu Neal and Deion Jones I mentioned earlier, good players, but they've been hurt a lot. But still, yeah, I just think that Dan Quinn definitely, uh, at some point, I think will get fired, maybe even before the season ends.
2: Uh, my biggest takeaway is Teddy Bridgewater will be a starter in the NFL again. I think he's earned that right. I don't know if it'll be with the Saints. You know, granted, if Drew Mm -hmm. Brees retires, but he will definitely get a starting opportunity somewhere else if it doesn't come with the Saints. I think it will be.
1: He's still young, and I think Brees eventually like probably retire. I don't know when, but I think
2: he's in the last year of his contract, so maybe. But I don't know. He he skipped out.
1: He skipped out on Miami because Miami offered him a big contract, but he wanted to stay in New Orleans. Smart. Good good call by Teddy on that one.
0: Bridgewater's twenty-six. Oh God. Yeah. So much. So much life left in him. Theodore edmund bridgewater
1: and he i thought he could have been really well with the vikings at that injury because i thought he was a very good quarterback very good for them and that injury just kind of derailed everything but i'm glad to see like that he's back in playing i think he definitely's gonna get a nice big payday uh 2020 yeah
0: it depends what happens with the saints this season they very well could win the super bowl this year knock off the pats and then breeze decides to retire and then a Teddy's job. Because Breeze has dealt with some injuries over the last couple of years. It might be his time. Yeah. I don't think Breeze lasts as long as Brady. Breeze will retire before Tom Brady. I'm telling you that right now. It's and going Bridge- that's, that's and no Bridgewater
1: doubt. will retire before Brady at this point.
0: Daniel Jones will retire before <laughs> Brady. It's going to happen. Jalen Hurts probably will, too. Yeah, not Daniel Jones. Uh, um, Okay, so... Week eight picks: The Vikings did beat the Redskins last night, nineteen to nine. They improved to six and two. We all got that right. That was my lock, so I'm currently in the lead. Fun. Let's go over the standings first before the picks. Let's uh, let's recap the folks at home.
1: Oh, geez. All right. So, you want me to recap it? Sure. All right. So, Tom, your record for 2019 is 64 and uh, 64 and 41. Excuse me, with 76 total points. Uh, Kyle, you're at 66-39 and 39 with 80 points. Uh, myself, I'm 67-38 and 38 with 75 points. Dead last year. And James, leading in total points, 82 with a 68-73 and 73 record. 37. That's a 68-37 really? record. Sorry.
0: Crazy. As of right now, James is in the lead. So it'll be interesting to see now.
1: Tighten it, race.
0: I was last week's winner. Kyle was last week's loser. And you garner the blue, white, and orange And Peter Alonzo. us making up a punishment sitting on an old textbook.
1: Yep. I'm good. <sighs>
0: <laughs> all right, funds. Let's run down these uh, week eight games. All right, like you
1: said, Tom, we all swept with the Vikings. But you got them as a lock. Uh, so you're leading there. Go to Seattle at Atlanta. We all swept there with the Seahawks. Kind of an easy pick there. Philadelphia, Buffalo, us three in the room said the Bills. And James, who's not here, said the Eagles. Interesting there by him. Chargers at Bears. I said the Chargers. I feel like just I'm just I feel like with Trubisky, I just don't know if I can trust him anymore. And then you guys all said the Bears. Tampa Bay at Tennessee. I just said the Titans. I didn't want to – this is the game I don't really want to pay attention to. Uh, Cincinnati at the Rams. we swept with the Rams. That was kind of an obvious pick there. Cincinnati, one of the winless teams. Arizona and New Orleans, we all swept with the Saints on that one. Jets at uh, Jacksonville. We all swept Jacksonville. That's kind of uh, an easy one there. Denver at Indianapolis. We Us three said the Colts. James said the Denver Broncos. Interesting by him there. Carolina at San Francisco. Who would have known? We all swept with the 49ers. Went back to week one. This probably would have never been the case, but who knows? And then Oakland at Houston. I'm said I said the Raiders. Everyone else said Texans. Cleveland at New England. We all said Patriots. Green Bay at Kansas City. We all said Green Bay. Miami at Pittsburgh. We all said the Steelers. And the New York Giants at Detroit Lions. We all swept with the Lions.
0: Now, Fonz, I have a question. Oh, uh, no. This Raiders Texans game. Yeah. Where did that come
1: from? I just I like Deshaun Watson a lot, and that, that defense is very questionable. I just feel like the Raiders are – listen, they're not a playoff team, but I think they're very competitive, and I think this will be kind of more like a, a comeback game from their embarrassment against the Packers. And I don't know, I feel like you just can never count on John Gruden. I, I feel like next to Dan Quinn, Bill O'Brien is the next guy like to be fired, like one of those two I feel like at some point. Yeah. so And that offensive line, I'm – I can't trust that Texans' offensive line.
0: Fair. I will say this Gruden did coach a good game against Green Bay last week. That's a tough place to play. Mm. It wasn't his the guys that that they have. No, it wasn't. And the Raiders scored points. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had a big play to. uh... Darren Waller. Darren Waller had had two touchdowns, one from uh, Mike Lennon as well. But they had a young kid at receiver who made a really big catch. I forget who it was, but problem is the Raiders defense you can't be giving up a 36 yard touchdown to Jay Kumaro late in the first half and the 59 yard pass to Valdez Scantling down the right sideline and that's just unacceptable yeah cannot allow that to happen uh do
1: you want me to go over the locks and upsets just tell the people sure. that one you obviously had the Vikings a lock so you got that one me and Kyle have the Seahawks as a lock James has the Jaguars as a lock upset here you two had the Packers I have the Raiders as the upset and James has the Denver Broncos as the upset for the week
0: I can be pretty confident and say I know who this week's loser is going to be because you and I picked the exact same thing for every game. It was hard to not So now neither of us can be the winner this week. We'd have to be co-winners. Oh, no, we don't because if the Seahawks don't win. If the Seahawks lose to Atlanta, I'm just –
2: it's football. They, you they could pick
0: be... the same upset as me too. Well, there wasn't many because well, there was there was from. no. Upsets. That's what I'm saying. This is like one of the. No it's upsets. one of those. Nobody... There's
1: been weeks where we all have had different outcomes, but this is like one of the weeks where the it's kind only of only just...
0: 50 50 game is like Tampa versus Tennessee. That's yeah, come it. on, <laughs> Car- Carolina, San Fran. But that defense is yeah, nice. And I'm surprised nobody picked the Panthers.
1: I thought about it, but a lot of
0: experts are picking the Panthers. We're not experts, and that's why we're picking the Panthers. <laughs> <minors. laughs> This is Review and Preview, folks. Uh, Keep shaking your head there, Kyle. On that note, we're going to step aside for our final break of the evening. When we come back, we will preview NBA opening night and talk about some big moves coming forward. You're listening to Review and Preview here on (laughs) LIUWAVE.org. Welcome back to Review and Preview, folks. I'm your host, Tom Scavetta. joined alongside Fonz DeFalco, Kyle Russo, here in the studio. We're going to spend the last half hour on some NBA. So, on opening night, the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors defeated the New Orleans Pelicans 130-122 to 122 in overtime. Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam each had 34 points. This Pascal Siakam, 2018-2019, NBA Most Improved Player of the Year. He's very good. 18 rebounds as well with five assists. But I will say this, the Pelicans looked good without Zion. They weren't bad. Uh, you know, not ideal to lose on opening night, but, you know, shout out to Toronto. You know, they still have pieces there. Serge Ibaka, Marcus Sol, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry. They are still a threat in the East. They can definitely make some noise this season. They looked good in that game. Uh, both teams looked good. Now, the Pelicans obviously they made some moves. They have a former, they have a lot of former Los Angeles Lakers, to say the least. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, they lost on opening night as well to their uh, hometown rival, Los Angeles Clippers, who now have Kawhi Leonard. 2019 NBA Finals MVP. Kawhi Leonard had 30 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, and one block in his Clippers debut. They beat the Lakers 112-102. Kawhi Leonard going up against LeBron James. Now the Clippers did this without Paul George. Yeah.
1: It's crazy thing, what they can do with Paul George
0: too. Yeah, still found the way. Anthony Davis in his Lakers debut: 25 points, 10 boards, five assists, two blocks, one steal, and LeBron James 18. 18- points 10 rebounds Danny Green 28 points he was good hit yeah. 10 uh, 10 shots seven of them were threes in his Lakers debut as well now the starting five I, I was a little confused they, they started Avery Bradley at the point no yeah. Danny Green LeBron KD, McGee. they kind
1: of run LeBron more as like the point point forward yeah, yeah
0: which makes sense Um, yeah and then you know off the bench you have guys like Quinn Cook Jared Dudley Dwight Howard played mm-hmm. nineteen minutes, and then yeah. Troy Daniels. Uh, they do have Costas Antetokounmpo, yeah. and um, also Alex Caruso on that team as well. Couple uh, end of the end of the, of the bench guys. Brooklyn, where Brooklyn at? Well, they have a new star, hometown kid from New Jersey, Kyrie Irving, scores fifty points in his Nets debut. Uh, however, they did lose by one point in overtime to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Disappointing to see Kyrie miss that last shot, but yeah. I know he lost the ball. Maybe he should have passed it, but it was still a good shot. Yeah, to end the game, I was happy with his performance. This was the best performance over the first three days in the NBA. If
1: you yeah, know what I mean. no, definitely. But I mean, you know, it's always you know, it's still they still lost though. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to. That's always it's always the the main thing at the end of the day. I feel like.
0: The Timberwolves' cat uh, had 36 and 14. He's just a beast. Yeah, he's so good. One of the best players in the league. Uh, probably a top three big man in this league right now. Um, along with Jokic and Embiid and I guess a- AD, you throw him in there as well. But uh, Minnesota, 1-0. Brooklyn, 0-1. They're playing the Knicks tonight. Uh, Brooklyn leading. Right now, ninety-four, eighty-three at the end of the third quarter. Kyrie with 17 points to lead the Nets in scoring. Alonzo Trier has 22 off the bench for the Knicks. Knicks actually starting Alfred Payton at point guard tonight.
1: Yeah, that was a very weird lineup when they started Trier at the... I think it was the point or the shooting guard. Shreer and RJ were together. I mean, yeah, I which Barrett, I mean,
0: Barrett was listed as the point guard. Actually,
1: yeah, it it was very weird to me. I thought I my lineup. I thought was going to be Dennis Smith, RJ, uh, Kevin Knox, Marcus Morris. You can flip flop, Randall, Mitch Robinson, who obviously was hurt. But that was my line. I don't know what's going on with Dennis Smith. I don't know why I feel like he's their best point guard. I don't know why you're not starting him.
0: Well, I'll tell you why it happened. David Fisdale was not impressed with what he saw with Dennis Smith, Alpha Pate, and those guys in the preseason. And he's basically going to put the best lineup combo out there every night, even if it's different. He wants to find the best combination of guys to help him win basketball games. And that's kind of what he's doing. You know, yeah. Do I I I get it, but you know, eventually you're going to have to have a consistent five.
1: That's what I'm – yeah, that's – And I
0: do think it, that is –
1: You're already reshuffling your lineup after two games or after one game changing it up. I'm not sure. You're trying
0: like. to figure out who works best. Um, you know, Dennis Smith, he's, he's trying to prove a point. He's trying to prove it that you got to earn your way into the starting lineup. And You know, maybe this is the way to do it for right now when you're dealing with a young team. When you're dealing with a young team. You start the Vets and Randall and Marcus Morris, you know, Mitch Robinson in its center, R.J., that point guard position is the question mark right now. The Knicks, they actually, they lost their debut as well to the San Antonio Spurs in Texas. R.J., 21 points, NBA debut. Very good. Yeah, he looked good. Randall, his Nick debut, 25-11. Trier started in the backcourt, but he did only play six minutes. And Marcus Morris, 26 points at his Nick debut.
1: Morse is, is a solid veteran player. Um, yeah, we'll just see. Maybe he'll probably be the starter for the probably one of the consistent starters. But stretch, uh,
0: a stretch big. Stretch that can also he can play the three, three and the four. He can play both. He's probably gonna play the three for now mm-hmm. until they until Knox. They're confident in yeah. playing him forward. I don't know. It just makes sense. It makes. I mean, it makes sense why. You know Dennis Smith and Knox aren't starting right now because you know you want them to develop and learn from the older guys. But uh, Marcus Morris and Alfred Payton, I don't see them as long-term starters.
1: No, they're. I thought you'd start the young guys because you're not winning anything now. Knox develop and Smith. them. Yeah, and then guys like Payton and Morris, like you put them on the bench, and if they can contribute, they're all on one-year deals. If you like them, keep them. If not, then let them walk.
0: Ideally, that's I think...
1: ideally what I would. Thing to do.
0: If you look at this team, you potentially have a starting five of the of the future in those five we just listed: yeah. Smith, R.J. Knox, Randall, Mitch Robb. Mm-hmm. But right now, I guess you want those two young guys to learn. I mean, R.J. is a young guy as well, in each star, and he's starting. So is Mitch. But I mean, they, R.J. obviously third overall pick in the draft, and then. Mitch Robinson obviously played last year, played really well, and there's really no competition for him at the starting center spot. Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it, Knicks definitely um, got their hand. Actually, Bobby Porter started at center. That's right. Night. Yeah, because yeah, Robinson Mitch, was
1: out with an ankle, probably dealing yeah, with his ankle problem.
0: Mitch started tonight. Now, I, I, I ask you guys this. How many games do the Knicks and the Nets win this year?
1: You can go, uh, Kyle, if you want to.
2: The Knicks are going to win twenty-three games. That's what I was going to. They're going to win twenty-three games, and the Brooklyn Nets are going to win. They're going to win forty games.
1: I was actually going to say. I said. I actually. I'm not even kidding. I said like Knicks twenty-four games, uh, surprise a few games here and there, and then the Nets. I had forty-one and forty-one.
0: I'm going to be a little bit nicer. I'm going to give the Knicks 27. Hmm. I'm going to give the Knicks 27 because I really see a future here, and the East isn't good. Yeah. So They I play
1: mean, the East teams a lot more yeah, than the, West, than the West,
0: team. West teams. Brooklyn, they're going to finish around the same they did last year, but I'm actually going to give them 48 wins because, again, the East is not good. And with Kyrie Irving, uh, you have a good core returning from last year, in Joe Harris, uh, in Jared Allen, Paris Levert, in Spencer Dinwiddie, Rodonis Kirk's. They have guys on that team, and I think the Nets can earn like a four or a five seed in the East. They have potential to go to a three if it works, but right now I think four or five is around the range. Uh, worst six. But if something happens to Kyrie, they're in trouble, and that win total goes down for sure, where they could possibly lurk around 40,
1: 42.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just want to be a little different there. The Unicorn, Kristaps Porzingis, 23 points in his Mavericks debut, and Luka Doncic, 34 and 9, 9 rebounds. That is not assist. Uh, how f- How competitive can the Mavericks be in this stacked Western Conference, guys?
1: They can definitely be. Very competitive, I think. That combination of Porzingis and luca that's going to be a very good combination. Uh, definitely a bright future there in Dallas. They need to find a couple other missing filling
0: pieces here and there, but I definitely think with just both of them, they can be very competitive in, in the West. Well, they lead the Pelicans 83-77 to on the road on ESPN in the third quarter of that game. The problem is I don't see Dallas necessarily having a lot of depth on this team because your other three starters are Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Courtney Lee, and that is not good. Yeah, you have Kleber and Hardaway, yes, and you went out and you signed Seth Curry, brought him in on a four-year deal. You have Boban Marjanovic, Justin Jackson, I guess, Delon Wright, but besides Porzingis and Luka Doncic. You take them out of the equation. You have nobody. This is a bottom three team in the Western Conference, and quite frankly, I think That's a bottom
2: three team in the NBA, if you take those guys away. Oh, yeah.
0: But looking at it right now, Dallas, realistically, realistically speaking, they will be competitive till about the All-Star break. Something's going to happen. If one of those two gets hurt, they're yeah they're 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 not good they're not they're not competitive if one of those two gets hurt and they're not competitive i think they're going to injury
1: problem. i think they're going to be more competitive throughout the whole uh, year um I, I mean i think they can be a sneaky like lower seed playoff if if other teams like you know something happens with injuries on other teams they could definitely sneak into a playoff spot mm-hmm. i believe
0: that west is tough i don't see dallas getting
1: in we know the top couple teams in the west but i think that like Six to eight seeds. we don't. It's like really probably all over the place, I feel like. Yeah,
0: it could be a combination of anybody, to be yeah. honest. And it could be a, the maybe even of a game
1: Maybe difference. even five, five to eight. You know, that's a very – we kind of know right. the
0: top four already. I think we might have differing views on who the top four are. We'll, we'll, we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers lose their first home opener since the year 2000. They fall to the Denver Nuggets by a score of 106. 2-100. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, 20 points, 13 rebounds in this game. Portland in the offseason, they brought over Mario Hazonia, yeah. Anthony Tolliver, Pau Gasol, Kent Bazemore. Hassan Whiteside they, uh, to fill in the void they, for Nurkic. We
1: kind of talked about it a while back, like what do the triplets need to do? They need to fill that bench. It was after the starters. They really didn't have anybody. And the right. first thing they did was trade away, Evan Turner, for Kent Bazemore. That helped. And they got Hazonia and whiteside, and like you said, so I think they they're away
0: Myers Leonard and Moharcos for Hassan Whiteside. And look, I'm gonna miss seeing Myers Leonard sitting on the Portland bench, but uh, Hassan Whiteside is definitely an upgrade over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, this as a Heat fan, he's he's, he's a solid player.
2: No, nah, he's a really good player. I mean, he's I, I know it's only one game, but he's played in that one game, he played like the Hassan before the contract.
0: Yeah. I mean, he had uh, 14 points, 16 rebounds, and I think two blocks in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. And this was such a good move. You don't have to worry about rushing Nurkic back. And honestly, if you really want, you can have Nurkic come off the bench yeah. when he comes back.
2: That's probably what they'll do, too.
0: Eventually, Nurkic will start again at some point if he fully heals from his injury and recovers. What but is
1: he? When is he supposed to come back? All-Star for They're New Year? they
0: saying after the All-Star break. Travis Demers was saying hopefully around Christmas time. I, I think that's a stretch. But yeah. I think around the after the I mean, that was a gruesome injury he had. Guys,
1: yeah, so. so that's something you want to take, especially with a young player like Nurkic, yeah. who has a, a future with that team.
2: Because he's the guy that they're going to want to pay him too. Oh, I mean, they're going to want to pay White side it. is free yeah, I mean, agent. I mean, they're going to want to pay Nurkic. Lillard
0: and McCollum are locked in. Are locked there for a while, and Nurkic is going to get locked as well. He's going to be the next you one. You have a scorer in Rodney Hood, and Zach Collins is the future at the at the, at the four. That's what they're banking on. So. We'll see what happens. I still do think Portland is a top 4-5 to team in the West because of who they have in their backcourt, which we'll dive into that in just a few moments. Milwaukee Bucks rallied to beat the Rockets last night, 117-111. Giannis showing why he was the league MVP last year, (laughs) triple-double. I believe that's only the second time that's happened in a season opener for a guy at his age. Uh, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Ilyasova, 13-11 and off the bench. Pat Connaughton, 10 points and 16 minutes off the bench. Their bench is good. Milwaukee might be the deepest team in basketball. Oh, yeah. Dante DiVincenzo didn't even play. Uh, Dragon Bender didn't play. He didn't even dress. Uh, This team is deep. They're good. Kyle Korver only has to play like 10 minutes a game, which is good for him. Uh, George Hill barely has to play. Uh, George Hill is going to play about 30 minutes a game. 30 minutes game, really? Well, he's their top bench player. It, it's him, Ilyasova, Connaughton, and um, Robin. Yeah, they give Robin some minutes the other night, too. And then the fifth is probably going to be, eventually, it will be DiVincenzo. Right now, that it's a mix between Corver and um, Sterling. So, they, they have so many options. So... They're going to miss Miritich and Brogdon, for sure, shooting threats, but they had to lock up Middleton, Mm -hmm. and they had to lock up Brooke Lopez because that was most important. Brogdon missed the third of the season, and Matthews is a lockdown defender. Good to have him. A good sharp shooter in that starting lineup. Um, Harden, just 19 points, 2 for 13 from the field, 1 of 8 from deep. Westbrook, 24 points, 16 rebounds, 7 assists in his Houston debut. Atlanta and Detroit, Derek Rose, 27 points off the bench for the Pistons. Trey Young, 38 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds. Trey Young is really good, guys. He's really, yeah, he is. I love watching this guy play. And the last game we're going to talk about Warriors. Welcome back to the NBA. At home in the new arena against the Clippers, lose 141, 122. They finally know what it's like to be with the rest of the pack. Yeah. Without KD, without Clay, no more Boogie as well. Steph had just 23 points. D'Lo had 20 in his uh, Warriors debut. Golden State brings in nine new players this season. Mm-hmm. Just seven players remain from last year's team, and one of them will not see the court all season long. So you're down to six. Two of those guys, Jacob Evans, didn't play much last year. It's really just—I mean—it looks like they're starting five. This season's going to be Curry, D'Lo, Glenn Robinson the third. Draymond Green and uh, Kevon Looney. Looney.
1: Completely different. What difference a year makes?
0: They lose to the Clippers. The Bad News Bears, Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, probably the two best bench players in basketball now since Sabonis starts for the Pacers, combined for 40 points off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Love Lou Williams. Yeah. Patrick Patterson, 20 points as well, 6-10 from the three-point arc. Very good. Good uh, filler for Paul George for yeah. now. Love to see it. DeAndre Ayton facing a 25-game suspension, violating anti-drug policy. And other news, Suns rookie guard from New Rochelle, Ty Jerome, out indefinitely with a right ankle sprain. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> Adam
2: Silva so was like, the Suns won a game? Oh, there has got to be something up.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> Not thanks with a guy like no, Aiton. Totally. That you he really will He
2: shuts down your season. Yeah. I mean, they probably weren't going to make it anyway. But,
1: but you think... wanted Aiden your number one pick, to you know yeah. blossom into this. I mean, a star by year two. Yeah. yeah. This just, just just derails it even more.
0: So, big games tonight. Obviously, we're just going to talk about the Knicks and the Nets right now. Nets lead 102-94 over the Knicks. As we talked about earlier. So. Let's get to the Eastern and Western Conference. We're going to make our playoff picks, our conference finals picks, and our NBA finals picks. Is anybody ready?
1: I'm ready. You guys ready?
0: Yeah. You'll, you go first, Fon. Oh, geez. What conference?
1: Can um, we to go to the East? Do you want me to go one to eight? Yeah. And then, uh,
0: make sure you write yours down. I don't have room on my screen.
1: I wrote mine down already, okay. so we're all good. All right. I'll go from 8 to 1. All right. 8 to 1 for the East. Number 8, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Number 7, the Brooklyn Nets. 6, Toronto Raptors. 5, Indiana Pacers. 4, the Miami Heat. Number 3, the Boston Celtics. Number 2, the 76ers. And 1, the Milwaukee Bucks. That's my East. Ooh. Do you want me to jump, just jump to the West now? All right. the West. This, is, I, this is all over the place. I really don't know. This might change. 8, my Sacramento Kings. Don't sleep on them. Number seven, the Dallas Mavericks. Ooh. Six, Utah Jazz. <laughs> Tom is not Six. liking this one. Yeah. Five, Portland Trailblazers. Four, Golden State Warriors. Three, Ooh. Houston Rockets. Two, LA Clippers. One, the Denver Nuggets. What the? Do not have the Lakers on there at all. What the? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That
2: was if
1: this if they kept the roster the way it is now, I don't think you know, the Lakers make the playoffs.
2: That, did you write that down? You, got gotta that. down. you gotta remember that. I don't
0: that. have room on my script. Well, if I, think, I think
1: I think if the Lakers keep their roster the way it is now, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I'm
0: gonna keep everyone's scripts from tonight. Alright, cool. Uh, you wanna go next? Yeah, Kyle, you're next. Alright,
2: I'll go eight to one, like Fonz says. Uh, in the east, eight, Atlanta. Seven, Boston, six, Toronto, five, Brooklyn, four, Miami three, Indiana, two, Milwaukee, and one, Philly.
0: Hmm.
2: And then in my west, I got a number eight, San Antonio, seven, Golden State, six, Portland, five, Lakers, four, Utah, three, Houston, two, Denver, and number one, Clippers. Okay. Who is your eight in the east? Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta. really? We both have. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) It's either Atlanta or the Pistons. It's I, one, like the it's Pistons. A, I think
1: that, yeah, that number eight spot could be all over the place. So I think Atlanta more with that young core, I think, is really
0: a lot better. Yeah.
1: Progressing a lot faster than yeah. what we thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's – I don't know. It, it's hard, too, because, I mean, the Pistons
2: P- – I mean, the Pistons. Pistons have the star, but they just can't put it together.
1: Yeah, I just uh, – outside of Blinkerford and Drummond, I mean, and Derek. I mean, Derek Rose, too, but, yeah, yeah they just can't – I feel like they can never really put it together.
0: Yeah. Um, look, I think Hawks are one year away mm-hmm. from getting in. Eight to one, the eight seed will be Detroit. Seven seed, Brooklyn. Six seed, Miami. Five seed, Pacers. Four seed, Celtics. Three seed, Raptors. Two seed, Sixers. One seed, Bucks. So very similar from last season, except I'm flip flopping. Nets and Heat, and I'm flip flopping Raptors, Sixers. Well,
1: I think we kind of pretty much have the same East. I, there. I
0: have the same eight from last year. Getting it? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't see. Different. Yeah,
1: I'm it's saying different. like all the teams we kind of kept them all. This all the teams oh, are yeah, in, we, but we
0: basically have the same eight teams. Yeah. But. Yeah, and I'll be honest, guys, I really didn't have any time to make uh, my predictions for the West, but off of reading this here, I'm just gonna go in order. I'm gonna go the other way, one through eight. Go ahead. Clippers are my number one. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say the Rockets are my number two. Number three, Trailblazers. Number four, Warriors. Are you forgetting about the Joker? They're coming. Number five, Denver. Way too low. Way too low. No, <laughs> not not my opinion. Uh, number six, Utah. Number seven Lakers. And number eight drum roll. The New Orleans Pelicans. If Zion If Zion was healthy, months, he... I would
2: have put them there. Yeah, but I had to go with
0: Greg Popovich because they always make it somehow. Look, this is who I think is going to get in. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you're right, guys. Gonna, do I have time to switch Denver? You could switch Denver. All right, so I am actually going to go out on a bold statement here. I'm going to drop the Warriors to five, move Denver up to two, Houston at four, Portland remains at three. Uh, all right, so we still have time. Conference finals, East, East. Buck Sixers. Yeah, I don't think that. I think like, I, yeah, I. I have, have the Bucks, Bucks. Yeah, Sixers. Um, Bucks. I have the Bucks advancing to the finals. Write this down. Milwaukee versus Philly. Everybody, write your stuff down as well. Yep.
1: But yeah. No, I got. But I think we all. Yeah, we all have Bucks Sixers. Western
0: Conference Finals. I got. <laughs> It's going to be the Clippers and the Trail Blazers. My reasoning behind this, Nurkic is going to come back healthy. They're a better team than they were last year. Mm -hmm. And the backcourt is a year older with Lillard and McCollum, where I see, unfortunately, I see a similar result happening in round two. Portland and Denver meets again. Yeah. And then Portland just does it to them because Mm -hmm. Denver is still young. and Mm -hmm. Their time is coming. Yeah. I, I just still think they're a, a super young team and then um, in in the NBA Finals I think it's Milwaukee's year. I think uh, Milwaukee will beat the Clippers in step. Kyle I got
2: Philly versus Milwaukee. Clippers versus Denver. I got Philly beating Milwaukee and the Clippers beating Denver. And then I got the Clippers in six against the Philadelphia 76ers. Kawhi will win his third finals MVP.
1: All right, I'll go with mine quickly. I got Bucks beating the Sixers in the East, uh, Bucks in seven. Uh, my West, Nuggets, Clippers, Nuggets in seven. NBA Finals, oh. Nuggets in six oh. over the Milwaukee Bucks. I think this team has a lot of depth. They're young, and I, the Joker, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, Malik Beasley, they are a very young team with a lot of depth.
0: I'm just saying Milwaukee's going to improve this season, and, you know, I think the Clippers will get there, but outside of Kawhi Leonard, there is not a whole lot of championship experience oh. on that team. okay? They, they haven't really gotten out of the first round in a, in a while since Blake Griffin was there. I know Patrick Beverly has some experience. I do think they will get to the finals. They're the best team in the West, but we'll see what happens. All right, guys, so on that note, I'd like to thank you all for listening and tuning into our show this evening on Review and Preview. Uh, quick announcement before we sign off. Uh, I will not be hosting until mid-December. Until then, we'll have James hosting the, the show. Fons will be here, and Kyle will be here a week or two. And then we'll, uh, we'll figure this out and we'll let you know what time we will be hosting the show next week and what day. But for now, on behalf of Fons the Falco and Kyle Russo, I'm your host, Tom Scavetta, wishing you a good evening. You've been listening to Review and Preview here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU. Good night, everyone. I slipped my she was a perfect size seven.
2: I said, "There's no smoking in the stone." Man,
0: she crossed her legs and laughed. We made some small talk. That's where it should have stopped. She slipped me a number.